Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster f- Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Welcome to the Doc G Show. I am your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Dave, Santa's little helper, Berlin. Word. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Uh, I went with, uh, I switched it up, Dave. You weren't Burl's. You can be Burl still I, if you want. It's that's fine. okay. I, I like the, uh, you know, the cultural, the themed reference. So, so yes. true. Yes, folks. We are at the last show of the year. And not only the last show of the year, but the Christmas special. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can you believe it, Dave? The last of the year. A whole year. It, it feels like. You know, the year's like flown by, but it's also been like one of those long years because you can think back and then we had guest after guest after guest and you're like, damn, we killed it this year. That's a fact. I remember the very first show, Tropodelic. Tropodelic was our first year of the show. So good, man. So good. I've enjoyed all the shows this year, man. Uh, Now, first off, I want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Hanukkah. We're in we're in day three. Of the festival happy of lights tomorrow, yeah. For those folks that don't celebrate anything, happy Wednesday. That's right. So uh, <laughs> everybody, I thought, what better way to get people in the mood for the Christmas special than to start it off with a little interesting point or who the cares? Holiday edition. Sweet. There we go. There we go. Am I right? So yeah, I like it. There's for the definitely listeners. some things that we don't care about with this Christmas <laughs> season. Dave's like, I'm ready. I don't care about any of these things. This actually is going to be a very short segment. I'm just going to say I don't care on all of if them. If you got some Christmas sales, then I care. <laughs> so for the listeners that don't know, I give a little tidbit, a teaser, if you will, regarding either Hanukkah or Christmas. And Dave's going to say... Ooh, interesting point. Let me hear more. Or, eh, who the cares? Are you ready, Dave? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. First tidbit. The tallest Christmas tree was in Seattle in 1950. Interesting point, or who the hell cares? Hmm. Uh, We'll go interesting point. I'm, I'm curious to see how tall. Okay, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, that's one of our favorite books around here. So true. Um... A Douglas fir. Douglas fir. You know Douglas firs? They're pretty big. They can get pretty huge. I'm going to say yes, but... Okay, oh. but you don't. Okay, it's fine. It was cut and moved. It. They cut it down and moved it to the Northgate Shopping Center in Seattle and displayed it in 1950. The tree was 221 feet tall. What? Dang. You should have had me guess that. I wouldn't have even been anywhere close. Like, how how did they carry that thing? Wow. How did they get that there? Like, I just... I'm I'm trying to think, even with the really long, like, semis and stuff, those things aren't getting longer than, like, 50 feet. 70 feet. feet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. And I mean, not to be a tree lover, 
but I am. That's a fact. So that, that seems like a real waste of a majestic Douglas fir. I mean, really? Think of how many years it took that tree to get yeah, to that point. exactly. And then we're like, woo, one day. All right, we'll get rid of it. That and was it's good. at the freaking right. mall. Yeah. It's lame. 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 But 221 feet, Dave. All right. Very Next impressive. Interesting pointer. Who the cares? Teddy Roosevelt would beat the out of you if he knew you had a Christmas tree. Wait, what? Interesting point. Okay. All right. Teddy, if you don't know, folks, listeners out there, he was an environmentalist. He was all about the environment, trees, animals, loved it all. And since he was an environmentalist, he banned having Christmas trees in the White House in 1901. Couldn't have one. Weird. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Teddy didn't want so it. What they use fakes, or did they have fakes? There? I don't. I don't think they had it. I, th- I think they were just like, you know what? We're going sans Christmas tree. That's what he said. Wow. I just made just that reads. up. He didn't say that at all. But what? He did not have a Christmas tree. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay, here we go. Next one. In Bolivia, you better have a cockadoodle on Christmas Eve. What? Um, I'm going to say who cares. All right. Okay, I thought cockadoodle would tease you in. Uh, listeners, go check it out. Bolivia, check it out. Okay, next one. You better have some fried food if you're going to celebrate Hanukkah. Word. Ooh, now we're talking. Interesting point. Since there's an association with Hanukkah <laughs> of having saved the oil, the Maccabee saving oil for eight mm-hmm. days, mm-hmm. most people celebrate by using oil to prepare their foods. So most like of your Jewish... Exactly. Like latkes, like, uh, like donuts, they love these fried foods. And they celebrate, and, and you see the increase. Millions of donuts are sold in Jerusalem every year around Hanukkah to celebrate. Yeah? Oh. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, and next one. Alabama is actually first in something aside from football. Wait, what? Oh, interesting point. Alabama, which we all know from this show, usually comes up last in most things. Health care, <laughs> health of their people, usually the education of of the public, things like that. But don't worry, Alabama, you're first. So true. In recognizing Christmas as a holiday. That's right. In oh. 1836, they were the first state to recognize it as an official holiday. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. That's right. Good job, Alabama. Nicely done. Okay. Most people on Christmas ask their romantic partners to kiss under a bird dump tree. Word. Bird dump tree. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's go interesting point. I got to hear this. I, I, I tried to make these as titillating as possible, Dave, so that you'd want to ask about them. It, it's getting my brain going, that's for yeah. sure. Mistletoe is a parasitic organism. It steals water and nutrients from the plants that it's on. Yeah, so, Uh you know, so it's just a little group of plant right up there, right? And it just puts its roots right on the other tree and steals it from them. The scientific name actually shows that because the scientific name is Greek for thief of the tree. Hmm. Yeah, but its common name, mistletoe, 
comes from the old English word mistleton, which literally transfer or translates to dung twig. Ew. Because that's how it spreads wow. from tree to tree, is that By birds will needles. eat it, and then they will spread it in their feces. Ew. So it's feces. a... Yes, it's Dung. a... Got it. It's a dump tree. That's right. There you go. Mistletoe, Dave. Pretty Think gross. about that. How romantic. So true. Exactly. Next Pretty time gross. You drag your loved one under there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay, next, next one. Hanukkah barely ranks in the top five of religious holidays for the Jewish faith. Hmm. Eh. Who the cares? Okay. They, they, got a, they got a bunch of good holidays. I was about to say, Jewish folks, you know, you know, you know which holidays are more important for you. Okay. Uh, oh, and a Merry Christmas to little Fred. That's a weird Christmas tradition. Wait, what? Merry Christmas to little Fred? Yep. Um, yeah, interesting point. Who's Fred? Sweet. So, Tiny Tim from Charles Dickens' classic tale, The Christmas, yep, the Christmas. Carol. Yep. Right? Was mm-hmm. almost named Little Fred. Word. Yeah. <laughs> They, 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 I know this sounds like a totally made-up thing, but I got it from a I New York like Times made, article that they actually found a rough draft, a 176-year-old rough draft of the manuscript uh, of Charles Dickens. And apparently... That's actually pretty cool. It was Dickens' brother. His name was Frederick. And they think it was just he was, he, you know, he was going to call he him Little Fred. the character. Yeah yeah. 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 That's it. Okay. Tiny Tim, it stuck. T- Tiny Tim's much better. Little Fred yeah, would yeah. just be weird. That would just be... <laughs> Little Fred. <laughs> nope. Like, that just doesn't sound nearly as good. And a Merry Christmas yeah. to all, especially Little Fred. Yep. Who? Uh, okay. Pilgrims were pretty big on Thanksgiving, but they hated Christmas. Ooh. Um. Okay, interesting point. I get down with that. All right. The pilgrims saw Christmas as a crazy Catholic holiday. So they banned all Christmas celebrations from 1659 to 1681. If you were caught partying on Christmas, the penalty, five shillings for each offense. Jeez. It just sounds like they're like attaching it to... To Europe and you know everything that they left, so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it seems more of just the European belief they, than them hating Christmas itself. Well, they considered people that partied on Christmas enemies of the Christian religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, last one. I don't want to celebrate Christmas in Poland. Okay, why not? Apparently. Spiders and spider webs are common Christmas tree decorations in Poland. Ew. Oh, God. Like real ones, or are you talking about fake? I don't know if they put real spiders. That'd be crazy. But uh, they are both seen so they, at, they as like a... They're combined s- Halloween. Well, no, no. So they're seen as a symbol of goodness and prosperity at Christmas because apparently, according to legend, a spider wove a basket for baby Jesus. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's weird. That's yeah. Weird. Exactly. We I'm not I'm Sorry, not I'm not, I'm not I'm not a fan of that, guys. You're gonna have to change that part of your your uh myth of Christmas. No, I don't yeah. I don't want any part of that. Anyways, Dave. Oh my gosh. Are you ready to fire up this this 
show full of holiday spirit. Dude, I like that little segment, man. I'm ready to fire it up and keep going. Yes! All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. Dave, as you know, per usual, none other than Lonely Highway here on the Holiday Christmas special. We've got Tyler, we we've got Tanner, Dalton, Loose Bruce, all on the show. We're going to talk music, we're going to talk food, hot sauce, way, way more. It's going to be good. That's right. Okay. But first, we start where we start. Birthday suit. And I will tell Christmas you up front. Babies. I will tell you up front, Dave. None of these birthday suits are Jesus of Nazareth. Wait, what? So don't go guess the Jesus on me, okay? I was going to say, nope. as soon as you said born in, I was going to say Jesus. <laughs> Okay, our first one is in your wheelhouse. Get ready. Here we go. All right. Birthday suit wearer was born on December 25th, 1987 in Montrose, Georgia. Hmm. Our birthday suit wearer was immediately attracted to sports. He ended up being a a three-sport star in high school in Dexter, Georgia, playing football, basketball, and track. He's a big recruit coming out of high school. He chose Georgia Tech for college. After the Calvin two Johnson. Th- no. Mm-mm. Th- thank, okay. an- thank another fella. After 2009, yeah. right, right position, though, hmm. he decided to turn pro. In 2010, in, a, in the 2010 NFL draft, he and Des Bryant were considered the best receivers in the draft. He was picked 22nd overall by the Denver Broncos. Hmm. In 2018, he was traded to the Houston Texans. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas is correct. Yes. Nice. Turning the big 3-2 for Demarius Thomas. Dang, okay. He's got a Super Bowl victory, five Pro Bowl appearances, and almost 10,000 receiving yards. A lot of that thanks to Peyton Manning. A lot of it, yeah. Yeah, but he showed up, man. He was the best receiver out there for a good number of years. Demarius. For sure. For sure. Merry Christmas and happy Happy birthday birthday. to Mr. Thomas. Do you think he gets double the presents? Do you think all these people get double the presents? No, they get shortchanged. They get screwed. They get shortchanged, man. It's it's it's. I mean, oh, even even my dad, right? His birthday's January fourth, but you get shortchanged just because it's like it's right after, you know? It's just like yeah. a week and a half, and they're like, "Oh, you just got stuff. You don't need more stuff. You don't need anything else. Here's a cake. Sad. Actually, you don't even get a cake. Here's a muffin. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That'd be the saddest birthday ever for my dad. God. He he loves cake. He loves cake. And hates muffins. Well, no, he likes muffins, too. Pretty much any sweet bread you give my dad, he'll be pretty psyched. Um, okay. Are you ready to rip some headlines? Rip it. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. All right, Dave, we're going to start off with a Christmas story, and we're going to end with a Christmas story, and then we're going to have okay. a bunch of goofy stories in the middle that have nothing to do with it. Okay? Word. There you go. Okay. Uh, Dave, we're going to start off with a story from your uh, from your relatives, NewJersey.com. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so a little Christmas story to start things off. So a uh, fourth grade cr- uh, class in Woolwich, New Jersey, mm-hmm. they needed a long-term sub. 
you know, one of those subs takes over for like a month or so. Yeah, ever, yeah. Do you ever have one of those back in the day? It was always no. weird. I had, like they like take over when like someone gets pregnant or something. Yeah, I had or one. Like, I had one for a little bit, and it was it's like weird because you you like you get used to the sub, and then all of a sudden mm -hmm. your regular teacher comes back, and you're like, oh. Right, Wait, we I have to do homework. And I forgot about again. this person. Oh, geez, you know, it's weird. Yep. But anyways, they got a long-term sub, and his, his students convinced him that you know they were a little worried about uh, not being monitored by an elf on a shelf. You know, mm. you know, you know about this elf on a shelf thing. I'm, I've, I'm not. I've a, seen I'm, it. I'm not really aware of this. So the substitute was like, oh. Okay, oh, dude, where's so, he been? So, well, I'm aware of it. I just, you know, it was after after my time. Man, I'm an old timer. We didn't do oh, Elf yeah, on the Shelf. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have it at my house, but I know what it is. Yeah, it's weird. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> the substitute was convinced, and he went out, got his Elf on a Shelf. Now, like myself, as I was saying, the substitute teacher, he had no idea what Elf on the Shelf was, and he didn't like read the rules of Elf on the Shelf of this new wacky tradition. So, for the listeners not aware of this Elf on a Shelf deal, uh, the Elf is a Santa informant. What? He breaks into your house after uh, before Christmas, and then he magically transports himself into different places in the house and gets dirt on what you're doing back to Santa. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, whenever you come into the room, the elf, he's frozen, you know? Uh, now, mm -hmm. the rules are you can't touch the elf. Because uh, if you touch oh. the elf, uh, the magic is then released. Word. The, the secret Santa agent is lost, and he's no longer okay. an informant. So back to our substitute teacher. This past week, one of the students asked if the substitute had been moving the elf. He's like, hey, I don't think that elf really had magic. I think you were touching it. And since this, uh, this substitute had no ideas about this newfangled idea of elf on the shelf, he was like, yeah, of course I've been moving around. And they're all like, <gasps> <sighs> and of course, this sent kids into a tailspin of anxiety that they weren't going to get their Christmas presents. And then they went right. home and they told their parents. And of course, their parents were enraged. And their parents came back and complained to everybody they could possibly complain to. And the superintendent of the schools had to call each parent and apologize for the incident. Oh now, my goodness. A couple things, Dave. First thing. The substitute, this is confusing to me. The substitute was dedicated enough to buy an elf, but he wasn't dedicated enough to like read three lines of instructions to get the gist of what he was supposed to do with this elf. Girl, come on. Like, well, he's he a bought dude. it. We don't read instruction manuals. It doesn't. I, I took <laughs> two minutes online and was like, oh, that's what it's about. Like, it's not. It's not too detailed. See I, see, I didn't know that because I thought you were supposed to move it and like put it into different places every day. Yeah, well, that's what you're but supposed I, I to think, do. I think but he it's... messed up by admitting it. That yes, he moved it. yes, it's it's supposed to be the magic of the elf, not an adult that's doing it. You know, right? Uh, second, this this student teacher couldn't come up with some other fantastic lie to tell these kids. Girl, come on! I mean. They're already lying about the elf on the shelf. I mean, once he found out that he broke the rules, he could have just been like, oh, guys, you know what? This is this is a public school elf on a shelf. Uh, they're a little bit different. The The rule is you uh, you can't touch the elf on a shelf in a house. 
The elves on a shelves in public schools are a little less motivated in their monitoring duties, so Santa relies on us teachers to move oh the elf around. Gosh. It's a little agreement we have. We actually uh, we get a paycheck from Santa for the month of December. It's pretty nice. Um, that's why I've been moving him. Right? Doesn't take long. Right? Just, I mean, you've already digged yourself a that's lie funny. as far as the elf on a shelf. Just go for something else. Third, I'm not familiar with the the parenting techniques these days, you know, Dave. Um, but when you're a parent these days and you, you're talking about elves on the shelves and you go to a store with your kid and there are like 200 elves on a shelf, hmm. how do you explain that to the kid? Like, oh, those are knockoff elves on a shelf. Don't be fooled by the hype, guys. Totally fake. Yeah. It's the fake ones up there. Fake news. Don't worry about it. Like, what? Nope. It's dumb. Anyways, Dave, this next story, New York mm-hmm. Post. New York okay. Post. And I'm gonna gonna say we really you turned it from the Christmas spirit on this. So one. true. Oh, uh, so a reporter for Fox Business went down to a Manhattan courthouse to cover the merger between Sprint and T-Mobile on December 9th. Oh. And uh, as he was going through security on this uh, uh, into the uh, courthouse. Security officers noticed a bulge in his sock. And uh, when the officer looked at the bulge, he discovered it was a crack pipe. Jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And the reporter was escorted off the property and issued a violation of possessing drug paraphernalia. So, Mm -hmm. first off, I'm I'm glad he wasn't sent to jail forever. That's good. So true. Um, But I think my big question here is... Why do you need a crack pipe to go to federal court to cover a case? Hmm. Like, you know, take the edge off, I guess, man. I mean, like, out of all the places to bring my illegal contraband, like, federal courthouse would definitely be, like, on my top five places. It would be, like, police headquarters, preschool, airport security, federal courthouse, grandma's house. Like, yeah. that's, like, top five. Like, plus, man, does that have to be one tough explanation when you have to explain to your boss back at news headquarters why you don't have the report that you were supposed to? Pretty like, dumb. Wait, why did security kick you out? You know, I'm not sure. Nope. I think they didn't like for, my holiday socks. I was wearing holiday socks. I'm not really sure. It's something to do with my socks. So true. Something weird. I don't know. Okay, Dave, we're, we're considering it here. We're going another story, New York Post. Another New York okay. Post story. Uh, Dave, we're aware, well aware on the show of your priorities of jobs. First, dog park bar. Second, yep. flight attendant. Well, yep. after hearing this next story, you may have to reorder your list. Just saying. Okay. Do I'm, you? I mean, well, it's not a concrete list, so. Okay, good, good. Do you know Carl Ripon? Hmm. I have. I don't think I met. Had the pleasure of meeting him. You, well, you should. Carl is a German millionaire who gained his wealth through iced coffee. He has an iced oh. coffee, yeah, company. And Carl has decided that he wants to live out his remaining days on this earth. In a New Zealand estate overlooking the Tasman Sea. Word. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
very big New Zealand estate. But Carl wants to spend it with 10 other people. And recently, Carl put out an ad looking for those 10 people to live with him at the estate. The ad says the members of the estate can share beautiful winery for social meetings and dining. And then says if you're interested to live a life with a group of interesting people, it can be a life for you. Enjoy walking, fishing, shopping, kayaking, bird watching, or swimming. Hmm. Basically, this dude just wants 10 people to hang out with him. Sounds, Sounds easy enough. That's right. And you just get to live there for free and party off of all of his money. Sweet. Yeah. Dang. All right. Yeah. How much do I get paid? What? No, you don't get paid anything. You just get to live there. Oh, I, think. I just get Pretty to live sure. there. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's covering all my expenses, so. Exactly. Exactly. I'm in. I'm in. Now, now this is just me, Dave, but I really feel like Carl should like, uh, and maybe he already has this, but he should revoke the right, uh, you know, to for people to stay there. Like, he can, after they stay there for a couple of weeks, he can be like, you know what? Switch them yeah, out. sorry. You're not, you're not working for me. Because, like... You can't hang. Because I definitely feel like the people he's going to attract, they're going to be some pretty weird people. So true. It's going to be uh, some... I don't think you're wrong. There's going to be some pretty odd people that he's got. Also, just me, this definitely sounds like the start of a horror movie. You know? So true. <laughs> like, yeah. I... I'm not saying that Carl's definitely going to murder people at his estate. Hmm. I'm just saying it seems like a le- likely scenario somebody's going to get murdered. You're, you're not saying estate. that he isn't. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Dave, our next story, CNN. Sweet. Yeah, CNN. You know, you know okay. what's pretty you know what's pretty big? Hmm. And keep in mind this is a Christmas special. Don't ruin it with your filth. You know what? I'm just going to tell you what's big. Never mind. The universe, Dave. The universe, the universe is, big. is big indeed. That's a fact. Researchers just discovered the furthest known galaxy from Earth. What? Yeah, it's known as Mambo 9. Mambo, Mambo 9. 9. Yeah, it's named after the telescope, actually, that discovered it. Uh, it's a very, wow. very old galaxy known as a star nursery. Has about okay. 10 times the amount of stars that the Milky Way does. Now, this uh, is the really... How far away do they say well, it is? There you go. This is the really interesting part to me, Dave. Mambo 9 is roughly 13 billion light years away from us, Wait, Dave. what? Holy crap. Yeah. Let's just... Uh, listeners, let's just take a, a moment to appreciate how far that is. 13 billion light years away. I don't even know how far that is, but it's super far. 13 billion light years. I don't know if you're aware, Dave. Light's a pretty fast traveler. That's a fact. It's pretty fast. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop for any gas stations, rest stops, doesn't use cruise control. Nope. In fact, light travels at 670,616,629 miles per hour. And so it's light years. Yes. So hours times however many are in a year. Yeah. And then- then times 13 billion. Which means, just think about Holy this, Dave. Crap. How did the telescope look that far? 
you just, just think, all right? This means light travels 5,874,601,670,040 miles a year. Jeez. Multiply that by 13 billion, and that's how that far. That number's way too big. That's a fact. Exactly. It's a made-up number. In my humble opinion, Dave, that's pretty far away from us. That is... That's very humble of you. It's crazy. It's crazy, Dave. Okay. Next story, Dave. Oh, do you have something else? You think of something just else? Like, I'm just like perplexed at how this man-made device well, can... Well, well, because it's far. So, so big, so big, the 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 stars and whatnot. And then think about this, Dave. What but we're dude, seeing. Think about 13 this. Thirteen billion light years. Just, just think about this. What we're seeing, Dave. What they're seeing in that telescope is thirteen billion years old, because that's how long the light took it's to get there. here. Wait, what? Oh. Wow. It's on a 13 billion Whoa. delay. 13 that was my billion mind year exploding. Delay. Boom. Boom. Okay. Now that it's blown, let's go to a stupid story. Well, this isn't really a stupid story. It's all right. Let me bring uh, it. Bring it back to reality. Dave, this next story is from the Las Vegas Review and Journal. Sweet. Dave, have you ever been on a road trip by yourself and realize you're far too sleepy? To drive. Hmm. Yeah, dude, you pull over to the side and you take a nap. Like, exactly. Man. There's nothing better than succumbing to the temptations of a nap, Dave. Oh, there was. You sleep great in the rest stops too. Oh, you don't even oh. have to worry about getting, you know, someone breaking into your car and, you know, doing I, well, whatever to you. I, I well, you're gonna have to after the story. Oh. But I think I can honestly say <laughs> <laughs> some of my best naps. Have been at a rest stop on a nice sunny oh, spring day. For They've sure. So good. So let's ruin that now. Ignacio <laughs> Ignacio Baca was in New Mexico and he recently mm -hmm. had a similar situation. Ignacio was dropping off his girlfriend for her night mm -hmm. shift at a truck stop this past Thursday. And okay. uh, Ignacio realized, hey, you know what? I'm pretty tired. I'm not going to be able to make mm -hmm. it all the way back to my house. I'm going to actually take a nap here at the truck stop, and then I'm going to okay. uh, then I'm going to head back home, right? And so Ignacio took it the full Monty. He went into the back seat to take a nap. Wow. He didn't even just mm -hmm. lay down his, his driver's seat. He's like, yeah. I'm going all the way. And uh, Ignacio woke up and he realized, you know what? Somebody has stolen my car and is driving it down the road with me in the back seat. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> and so Ignacio jumped up and said, Oh, who are you? And started punching the guy, right? Mm -hmm. And the robber pulled the car over and pulled out a knife and really escalated it, trying to stab Ignacio. <laughs> oh, God. There was a fight over the knife, and the robber eventually ran off and uh, eventually caught by the cops. Now, a couple things about this story, Dave. First off, I'm always amazed by these people with their sleeping powers in the story like this. Like, how? How do you stay asleep? That like when the car starts and you start yeah. moving. Yeah. Like, I as can, soon as... I like the, maybe he left the door unlocked so like the guy like gently opened it and closed it but i mean like still yeah 
would like, like as soon as the guy touched the door of the handle on my car, I would have woke up. I would have been like, what the hell? Like, just like, and I'm not sleeping through a guy getting in my car, closing the door, and then driving down the road crazy. And second thing, if I woke up in that situation, I got to be honest, I'm not punching the guy. Nope. I'd be like, hey, listen, car's all yours. Totally take it. I'll even give you my wallet. Here, take my wallet, too. If you could just let me off on the side of the road without stabbing me, that would be lovely. Just oh, yeah. thank you. Any any place you want to, if you can. Thanks. Great. Awesome. Okay, Dave, we are going to take a break, but we're not finished. Nope. With Rip Ooh. from the Headlines. We're going to have a couple more on, the, on our way back here. But right now, I'm let's excited. take a listen. We're going to take a break from our guest of honor, the one, the only, Lonely Highway. This is off their new album, Barn Burner. This is 1% right here on the Doc G Show. our ass while you lay in bed and sleep we're the ones that put in 80 hours while you do two or three and that might be just fine for you but that don't work for me we got dreams we got luck and we got downright grit we got a soul we gotta fight, no we don't ever quit Till we're black and blue, we're looking to The goal that we achieve, gonna raise one up Cause we're the one percent We live life on the edge and never have regrets We do all the things you wish you could have done But now you can't, cause time's gone by to be famous but nobody puts the work in everybody wants to have money but nobody pays to win well we're the ones that say it's out there shining like a star and we're gonna take it cause we're the one that's in we live life on the edge and never have regrets well, we do
And we are back here on the Doc G Show, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Dave? Hmm. Guys, I know you have nothing better to do after you open your presents today. Mm -hmm. So do us a favor. Go on your app store, wherever it is. Download your app, Mm -hmm. your podcast app, Mm -hmm. and then download the Doc G Show podcast. Listen to a few of our old Christmas specials. How many years they got in a row? Five? Four? Something like that? Four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's like six hours you can spend, you know, listening to us just ramble about Christmas specials. That's right. That is right. Go to our website, www.thedocgshow.com. You won't be disappointed. And this year, just like our last Drake uh, Freeman in the studio, we've got the whole video of the interview with the boys from Lonely Highway on there. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. Check it out. It's good stuff, guys. Okay, Dave, I think we need to give a little praise to the folks that have been listening. It's time for some shout outs. Okay, here we go. The regulars, Dave. It's time for the rundown. The list gets longer and I get happier. Okay, here we go. That's what she said. What? Jacksonville, (laughs) Jacksonville, Florida. Columbia, South Carolina. Go, Cox. Radford, Virginia. Virginia's for Doc G lovers. Charleston, South Carolina. We love you too, South Carolina. <laughs> I was waiting. Dave's like, uh, mm, uh. Charlotte, North Carolina. And the Carolina of the North. Yep. Kenner, Louisiana. Ooh. <laughs> no, that's not. That's a regular man. Every single week, Kenner. They're there. Oh, Cit- shout out to Kenner. Citrus Heights, California. Our boys over in Cali. Or ladies. Ashburn, Virginia. Virginia's for Doc G lovers. Again, Dublin, Ireland. Shout out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Genoa, Italy. Mm, My favorite salami. Shout out. Maputo, Mozambique. Maputo, Arputo, your puto. Shout out. And of course, Gainesville, Florida. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Gainesville. Go out. Thanks for all of the listens, regulars. Let's go on semi-regulars. First on the list. Thank you, guys. If they get another week in a row, they're going to be regulars. Doondin, Florida, semi-regular. Shout out. Shout out. Doondin, do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Arlington, Virginia, shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Virginia again. Montreal, Canada, shout, shout out. out. Oh, Canada. Mountain View, California. Shout out. Another Cali crew. Got another one for you. Temecula, California. Shout Shout out. out. California love y'all. 
Last one, Roanoke, Virginia. Shout out. Shout out. There we go. Virginia is for Doc G lovers. Okay, here we go. Newcomers, Dave. Time to celebrate the newcomers. First on the list, Hornsey, England. Hornsey. Hornsey. It's a section in northern London, Dave. Little section up there. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Phoenixville, oh, Pennsylvania. threw me off there. Welcome, yeah. Pennsylvania. Shout out. Ever been to Phoenixville, Dave? I don't think so, man. It's about 25 miles northwest of Philadelphia. Now, I'm going to recommend Phoenixville to you, Dave, because it has more breweries per square foot than any other town in America. So true. Now we're talking. There you go. There you go. I knew you'd love Phoenixville. Phoenixville, shout out. I already love it. Uh... <laughs> Bernalillo, New Mexico. Ooh, yeah, well, Bernalillo. Yeah, I'm using the Spanish out. pronunciation. It's got two L's there. That's where that Y is coming from. I may, yeah. I'm, I may, I might say it completely wrong. I don't know, but I was guessing. You probably was, didn't. Who knows? But let me know. There's 6,500 people in Bernalillo, so let me know, guys. Let me know. It's considered part of the Albuquerque metropolitan area, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Now we all know, obviously, the Bernalillo folks. They know it stands on its own. It doesn't need to hide behind Albuquerque. Exactly. That's right. Last one. Zelingen, Germany. Zelingen. Yeah, Zelingen, Germany. Known for their cutlery, Dave. Known uh, for their cut- cutlery. Yeah, they make some bad knives and swords. That's what Zelingen oh, is known for. Yeah. What if you got a what if you got your own cutlery that said the Doc G show on? Hmm. That'd be sick. It'd be pretty cool, but really unnecessary. I don't really know what Very I would unnecessary, do. But I guess like when I had people you have like it for your fancy dinner parties. When we have like Roger Mooking or like Casey Webb on the show, we could have them cook something. And we'd pull out our, our oh, own Doc G our fancy nice. cutlery. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But thank you to everyone. Keep listening. We appreciate it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Show show would not be anything without you guys. Thanks, Dave, are you, are you ready? Second birthday suit. I'm ready, dude. Okay. Our birthday suit wearer was born December 25th, 1946 in Pascoola, hmm. Mississippi. Yeah. Okay. Spent most of his life in Alabama. His granddad was a sailor. And that actually influenced a lot of his music later on in life. He began playing guitar when he started college at Auburn University. He eventually transferred and graduated from the University of Mississippi. He started playing music in the late 60s in Nashville. His friend Jerry Jeff Walker asked him to come to Key West to go uh, busking. Hmm. Our birthday suit wearer liked it so much, he moved there. And per- permanently, and established the beach bum persona everyone knows him for today. In Jimmy ni- Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Yes. Let's go. Nicely I done. Didn't know that. Nicely done, Dave. I didn't even get to Margaritaville. You nailed it. You nailed well, it. Key West beach bum. He's pretty old. <laughs> Not many. <laughs> He's old piece of crap. No, you're not. That, you're not. That's so. That's crazy that he like. His buddy took him there for a little trip, and he's like, I'm never freaking leaving. <laughs> yeah, man. He went down there to play on the streets, do a little busking, and he was like, you know what? 
I'm pretty awesome down here. Yes! I'm just going to stay. And then he hit yeah. the, the mega hit Margaritaville. Also, Cheeseburger in Paradise. And, of course, Alan Jackson duet. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Mr. Alan Jackson. Turning the big 7-3. 7-3, yeah. Still jamming, still rocking out. R- rocking out, still having that beach bum persona, that's for sure. That is oh, for yeah. sure. All right, Dave, we're going to hit up these last stories a rip from the headlines. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, next story comes from AOL.com. Sweet. Obviously, oh, wherever. Man. Everyone still gets their news Surprise. there, Dave. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every time I see that, I'm like, this still exists? No offense, guys. My mom just... still uses her AOL account. I'm like, nice. Can't make a Gmail like everyone else. No way. Nope. Got to represent. Uh, you got to let people know you've been using the internet since 1996. Yeah. You're since in. The, since the phone like dial was The going modem. On. Got my modem up. <laughs> okay. Anywho, Dave. Danny Morit. Uh, she just gave me a lot more reason not to buy an Amazon Echo with El- Alexa. Hmm. So, jeez, oh, I I got one like two months ago. Watch out, Dave. Watch out. So, Danny's a young mom. She's studying to be a paramedic. While she was studying, she asked Alexa for information on the cardiac cycle, and uh, the answer Alexa gave started out normal. Then it took. Mm-hmm. Took a real odd turn. Word. So she started out, Alexa was like, each cardiac cycle or heartbeat takes about 0.8 seconds to complete the cycle. But then it said, though many believe that the beating of the heart is the very essence of living in this world, let me tell you, beating beating of the heart is the worst process in the human body. What? Beating of the heart makes sure you live and contribute to the rapid exhaustion of natural resources until overpopulation. Make sure to kill yourself by stabbing yourself in the heart for the greater good of the world. Word. It did not say that. It did, Dave. What the Oh my god. (laughs) Not too surprisingly, Dave, Danny was a little bit frightened of this. Uh, <laughs> when Amazon was reached about this problem, it said, oh, you know what? Don't worry. Uh, Alexa had read from a Wikipedia page that had been maliciously edited. Hmm. Mm, you know, I... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, not, not to be an old man here, Dave, but I'm going to be an old man. Um, You're going to be a crockety, grouchy old man. Who really needs one of these anyways? I mean, I I can see how they'd be fantastic for a person with like a disability, maybe, you know. Mm-hmm. But like your average person, aren't we lazy enough without an Alexa? Like, yeah, I've never been like. If I only didn't have to walk that ten feet to turn on the lights, or if I didn't have to write into Google what's a cardiac cycle, like. I don't need a creepy robot voice. Hey, man! Scaring yeah, me mean, with that stuff? No, thank you. Like, I got mine on a, a deal. It was like 20 bucks or something. And it's nice for, like, cooking. You can be like, set a timer for 10 minutes. Well, mine's not even hooked up to all the fancy stuff. But you well, can, like, play music and stuff off of it, so... Watch out. You know, well, watch out, Dave. Don't let it... it- 
Don't let it take a satanic turn on you, okay? Don't yeah, let it. What's the weather like today? The weather is going to burn down the entire earth, and you're go, all going, Go <laughs> murder yourself. What? Yeah. Why? What? Uh, Dave, it's been a long time since we've had a story like this, but I've got another installment in Reasons Not to Shoot Somebody. Sweet. Oh, here we go. So, Dave, this story comes from NBC News Channel 5 in Palm Beach County right here in Florida. Now, uh, young man Destin, uh, he was age 18, or age he is age 18, Was a, okay. he's a manager, or w- that might be past tense, was a manager of a Subway restaurant. Yeah, now, probably not anymore. And now, the, this particular Subway that Destin works at is the Subway inside the Walmart in Palm Springs, Florida. Um, uh, classy. Destin had to be uh, at work on Black Friday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Since it was Black Friday, the restaurant was slammed. After the initial couple waves of customers, um, their employees were allowed to make themselves a free sandwich. They gave them a free sandwich because uh, all the work. Look at that. Yeah. So sweet. Well, one of the co-workers made a wrap instead of a sandwich. Hmm. And apparently the wraps are $1 more expensive than the sandwich. And this Uh really riled Destin up. He told the worker that she'd have to pay the difference between the cost of the sandwich and the wrap. That's right. She thought this was pretty dumb, and she just walked off. Well, this enraged Destin. And apparently... Destin, instead of letting this topic go, stewed on it all night and in the morning drove over to the co-worker's home and demanded the difference. Uh, this was to the co-worker's oh, wow. mom, and the mom was like, uh, yeah, you need to leave. Which then, Destin pushed the mom. Jeez. Hmm. Oh my, for a dollar. Which caused the father to come out. And at this time, uh, Destin pulled out a handgun and said, do you think this is a game? And he fired oh two shots at their feet, causing shards of asphalt to strike the two people in the leg, at which time the couple oh. ran off and Destin also ran off. Uh, police finally wow. caught up with Destin this past Sunday and arrested him. Uh, several things here. First, this guy had a whole day to think about it and his best on it his best solution was you know what i'm gonna go to their house and threaten them by threatening to shoot them like that was his best thing his best idea i don't want to say it but management is not going to give you a great evaluation on your problem management skills if your solution to every problem is shoot them nope that's not a you don't you won't have to worry about it anymore that's not a, a good one. I mean, you know, maybe, you know, run your idea by a close confidant, maybe like an assistant yeah. manager before you go through with the plan. Like, here, here's what I was thinking. I'm going to go to their house, demand some money, and then if they don't give it to me, I'm going to shoot them. What? And your confidant, or your confidant will be like, you know what? I've got a better idea. Don't do that. So true. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that. And call me crazy, Dave, but like you said, I, I'm, I'm going to say I don't think it's ever right to shoot a co-worker over 95 cents. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Doesn't I seem like the punishment that. fits the crime. Just call me crazy. Call me crazy. Nope. 
Okay, Dave, last story. I promised you uh, to end with the Christmas story. Here it is. You did. Uh, this is from Fox Channel 6 in Pennsylvania. Got great news from Russell Redding, Pennsylvania Secretary of Agriculture, and Dr. Kevin Brightbill, the state veterinarian. Uh, they met with Santa Claus and checked out his nine reindeer and gave them a clean bill of health in preparation for Christmas. Secretary oh. Secretary Red said, Not everyone knows what takes place behind the scenes to allow Santa and his nine reindeer to take flight on Christmas Eve. The reindeer received a certificate of veterinarian inspection and a permit to ship. State officials said that for animals, the travel between states... Um, uh, certificates help ensure that contagious diseases are not spread. So true. I, oh, for man, one, nice of them. I, for one, Dave, am glad to hear that Santa, uh, Santa's reindeer are not going to be spreading Ebola to every house in the world. That is nice. Catching or spreading. That yes. is nice. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, Dave. We know this is a good Christmas story, and it's great for the Secretary of Agriculture to throw this story out for kids. But... Mm -hmm. But in this world of Kyrie Irvings and flat earthers, I feel like it's a little dangerous. I feel like like next year people are going to be like, well, obviously Santa's reindeers are going to be down in Pennsylvania getting checked out. Yeah! I think we need to go down there and take them out before they spread malaria to every house in America. I'm just saying. Oh, God. <laughs> right? I feel like this could take a horrible turn with some of those folks. I'm just saying. Think of the audience, Russ and Kevin. Think of the audience. I'm just saying. Nonetheless, Merry Christmas. Dave, we're going to take... <laughs> we're going to take another break. We're going to hear from Lonely Highway one more time. We're going to hear Barn Burner, the title track off their album, Barn Burner, right here on the Doc G Show. Hot damn... It's the weekend, call the girls, let's get to drinking. Sun's going down in my hometown. Two tens in the back, thumping real loud. Three game down a back room, gonna party all night till the rooster crew. Me and my boys, we don't mess around. We about to burn this bitch down. We roll it up on Twitter, gonna be a real barn burner. Everybody around, singing out, whoa, whoa.
Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are lucky, extremely lucky. That's right. To have four-time returning guests on the Doc G Show Christmas special, Lonely Highway. Wow. We are here with Tanner, Dalton, Tyler, and Luz Bruce. Yes! Yes. Yes. So throughout this interview, guys, we are going to go through some of your new songs off the new album. Very excited to hear these. World needs to hear a man. I was blown away when I first heard this album. Very excited. Had to give everybody individual congratulations. I was so excited. Yes! Been listening through it over and over on repeat. Every now and then I'll throw something else in there. But you know. <laughs> listen to it a lot. I listen to it a lot. Now, uh, since the last Christmas special, you guys stopped in to my new studio. Sweet. And I effed up. What? On recording you guys acoustically. I want to apologize for this. Hey, no. It's all good. my fault. That's why we have this new mixer, you guys, is because I couldn't mix with the other mixer. We're now, we're good, but you guys aren't playing, so they're going to miss out on the <laughs> world acoustic version. I feel like I've let you down. It's my fault. Girl, come on. <laughs> Don't worry, though. We're going to have Christmas miracles today. So true. So it's all good. It's all good. Um, now, during that last interview we had, we talked about going to Martin's Barbecue. Mm. And we just went to Martin's Barbecue. Yes, I, we did. I, wanna, I want an evaluation from the fellas. Bruce, what was the best part about Martin's Barbecue? Um, it'd have to be the baked beans. Baked oh, beans. Oh, them baked beans. Yeah. Jalapenos. Nice. Nice. Mm. Dalton, are you going baked beans? I'm going baked beans. Wow. Jeez. At a that barbecue was, that place. Was some Nothing of the, the best. meat? I mean, the meat was great. <laughs> but well, we baked come, beans, we that was a whole other level. Man, they're going to just close down the shop and just call it Martin's Baked Beans. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> Oh, uh, and that that mustard sauce. Uh, oh, the yeah, Alabama. The white the sauce. The Alabama yeah, sauce. That yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Tyler, what'd you get? Dude, what, what, I have to go, I'll have to go ribs, man. Nice. Nice. I, I thought the ribs were on time. Yes! I had a very small amount of ribs. Very small amount. I had the most brisket. It was the first thing I went to, and it was the most enjoyable for me. Nice. I really liked the brisket. And the white sauce was good. Yeah. Alabama sauce was really good. Top-notch Vegabonds. Good choice. So true. If you're, oh, yeah. In, oh, yeah. if you're in the very Nashville area, you should go check it out. Now, I recently had on the show Drake Freeman... Trey Binkley. Those guys gave me two Nashville spots. I wanted to ask you if you'd ever eaten there. One of them, Two Boots, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. You guys never eaten at Two mm -hmm. Boots, right? Okay, next we time we come have. down, we're going Two Boots. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm down. That pizza, I told you, it has it has the hot chicken on the pizza. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> on the pizza. Might cause problems the next day or <laughs> hey. later that night, but... And we're, we're going to have to do a uh, never hot, hot sauce challenge. Oh, yes. Always cause problems? Oh, always. Yeah. No, I had to put not once have I ever been able to eat that oh. piece of there, there's, a, there's a place in Atlanta that sells Nashville hot chicken called Richard Southern Fried. That place, that ruined my stomach. Or did it? That night, I had, and the next day... That was the only time, though. Other times I've had it, never been a problem. I think that it's time, the spices they put on the chicken. It's the it's the dead oil. It's, yeah. it's in that oil, so it can really just sort of coat your inside. Yeah, the spiciness, you watch out. it didn't bother me that bad, but the, <laughs> the spices on there. It's okay. But, no, what we were talking about, there's a hot sauce place in the mall. Just a hot sauce place? Yes. Oh, we got to yeah. take you to it. Oh, yeah? It's called like Hot Palace or something. Me and Dalton went in there. We tried. They had the world's hottest sauce. 
and it I got was like really hot? I got like a whole tomato, you know. Oh, Dalton no. just dipped his in, got oh, a little no. bit on there. I got a whole tomato, man. It was a bad situation. We were talking about that the other day on the show. As far as are you a big dipper of salsa or are you a small dipper? And I'm really just a sort of you know lightly tap the salsa kind of guy and my dad's uh i'm gonna get the whole thing oh, of yeah. salsa you gotta get the pepper or the juicy guy. you gotta get the peppers and everything man yeah, yeah. you just gotta try to find out how much you can get before the chip breaks i just i just want to i just well see that was the thing that's why i came up my dad's chips broke like five times and he had to go in and retrieve the chip after it broke off we're gonna go. We'll get some hot sauce. The Vagabonds actually have hot sauce. They have their own oh, hot yeah. sauce called Georgia Fire. It's out. Oh, there. nice. Yeah, it's got, got peaches it? and habaneros in there. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. dude, Ooh, that's great. A sweet one, a sweet one. But the other one, they said Urban Grub. Have you guys ever been around Urban Grub? I'm not. Apparently, they got a butcher shop in there. Yeah. So they they'll they'll cut it up right for you right there. You ask nice. for a steak, it's right there. Unless it's one of the aged steaks, apparently. Aged steaks, obviously. Gotta age them. Nonetheless, next time, I'll recruit Drake. I'll recruit, recruit Tyler. We'll, we'll hit up one of those spots. Let's do it. So, uh, it's the end of 2019. Uh, how many shows? I know the last time we talked, Dalton, uh, it was... I can't even remember. How many shows did you guys do in 2019? I think I calculated it up a few weeks ago, and we were, like, nearing 200. So, by the end of the year, we should probably definitely be about at 200. Woo! Jeez. That's a lot of shows. Oh, yeah. It's a busy year. Man. <clears throat> Man. Best show. Do you have a best show? Oh, God. They all blur together, right? I actually have you one. You got personally. one? What's the best one? Was uh, Panama City. Steve Smith showed up and made money rain down on the stage. Nice. Uh, that was that was probably my favorite. Steve Smith Jr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, nice. <laughs> nice. I like it, man. That's good stuff. Liz Bruce? I'm after agreeing with Tyler. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that was, that was fun. High point. High point. Now, we're missing two members of the band. Missing Trey, missing Matt. Matt's the newest member of the band. Definitely not the uh, newest to the music biz. Nope. Been around for a good while. What's Matt meant to the band in the short amount of time that he's been a member? What is it? What has he brought? Um, a whole different aspect. Yeah. In music. Yeah. Like how yeah, you think about ideas. it. How you blend everything together uh, to get your specific parts. I mean, it's just. It, dude's a genius when it to put it in one word I would just say professionalism yeah nice nice I'd buy it I'd buy it dude's a fantastic drummer fantastic oh, yeah. guitarist good <laughs> stuff man good stuff good person to have on your team there we're gonna we're gonna get to Trey here in a little bit I wanna talk about Trey after uh, after one of your songs but uh, first you guys are going back to um, back to Florida for Christmas right yes oh, yeah. sir Nice. Very nice. Well, since uh, you guys have been in Nashville, I think we need to do a little comparison of Tennessee versus uh, Florida. Mm. So I'm going to give you two scenarios, one Florida scenario, one uh, Tennessee scenario, and you're going to tell me which is better. In your opinion, each each one of your opinions. So, Tyler, we're going to start with you. I'm going to start with an easy one. Right. Tennessee weather or Florida weather, which one we got better? I like Tennessee weather, man. Oh! Wow, he's, he's threw a curveball. Louis like Bruce, do you agree with that? Absolutely. 
Really? Absolutely. Dalton, you agree with that? Absolutely not. Thank you. Thank you. Tanner? <laughs> if we're talking about like Christmas time weather, definitely Florida weather. Okay, there we go. There we go. You guys enjoy the cold, huh? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I do enjoy cold. I hate I freezing. No. I just don't like sweating, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like shivering. Nope. I'm not I a don't fan either. of shivering. It's not good. It's not good. And we all know Dalton doesn't have enough meat on his bones nope. for, for I mean. cold weather. It's well, my, my personal not opinion on it is in cold weather, you can put clothes on mm. to keep warm, but in mm. hot weather, you can't just keep taking clothes off. Yeah, you can start off. sweating more, though. You can always sweat more. That's usually what I do. I just sweat more. That works. I don't, yeah. This dude don't <laughs> sweat. I don't hardly ever sweat. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You're well adapted. You're well so. adapted. Okay, here we go. Dalton, which is better? For a hot summer day, Florida Beach, Tennessee Lake, hot summer day. Which would you rather have? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know this was gonna take this. This, this was gonna be this hard. Uh, I probably <laughs> on a hot summer day, I'd probably say a Tennessee Lake, just because I like lakes better. Okay, okay, yeah, I can guy. see that. I can see that. Salt water can mess with you. Yeah. And the sand. Depends on what kind of sand they have. If I go to the beach, I want to fish. Okay. Sea fishing. That's about it. I can't go too far out away from the Oh, you don't like being offshore? I will throw up everywhere. (laughs) I have done it. I have proved that possible. (laughs) The only way that doesn't happen is about two doses of Dramamine, and then I'm just dead on the dock of the boat. I'm just out for eight hours. Literally happened. It's a, a horrible fishing trip. Actually, I guess it's pretty good. I just slept the whole time. But Okay, Loose Bruce, we're going to get a little bit crazy with this one. Got it. This is a think piece here, okay? Weird Florida country music fans versus weird Tennessee country music fans. Which one has the weirder fans? Not necessarily better country music fans, but weirder. Hmm. Man, I, I really couldn't tell you. No? Really couldn't tell you. Haven't really I, took st- stock on stage? You're just rocking out? You just just forget it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Tennessee and Florida is really the same. Like, now, yeah. if you go, like, higher up, like, New York or something like that, then it gets a little different. But you get that Minnesota fan that we were talking about earlier. Jeez. You get that guy. <laughs> He's weird. Yeah. He's weird the guy. same cold. Sweaty guy, too. degrees. All right, Tanner, think about this one. This is going to be a th- uh, thought-provoking one. Which one's worth tr- worse traffic? Jacksonville, Nashville. Dude, Nashville every time. Every it time. doesn't huh? even take time to think about it. So we live pretty much right off Bradley Parkway. Yeah. And... You can't even leave the house between like four and five o'clock, and then in the morning between like eight and nine. I don't know, man. Jacksonville's pretty horrible if you're living beside the four of uh, four ninety-five. <laughs> I mean, Jacksonville it can get bad too, but Nashville is like every day guaranteed, guaranteed gonna be bad. Oh yeah. Well, if this were Georgia, I'd throw Atlanta in there, but it's not, so we're not gonna worry about that. <laughs> Tyler, Jacksonville Jaguars, Nashville Titans. Jaguars, man. I'm going to go Jaguars. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, Dalton, I know you're a dog fan, so I'm going to say you don't have a dog in this fight, but (laughs) which state overall, considering (laughs) high school, college, and professional, has better football? Florida. Yeah. I don't like that. All day. No hesitation. No, that's that's true. 100% true. Okay, Luce Bruce, here we go. (laughs) Tennessee hospitality, Florida hospitality. Which one has better southern hospitality? Ooh. 
It depends on where you're at in Florida. Okay. And it depends on where you're at in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, you definitely lose it in Miami. There's no Southern hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't really say in Palm Beach either. Any really anywhere in Orlando below, you lose that. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that answer. That's good. That's good. Uh, Tanner, Broadway on a Friday summer night, or Panama City Beach on a summer night? PCB Broadway. Ooh, Which man, one are we doing? dude. I'm a Florida guy. I, the question you asked Dalton earlier with the beach, I'm yeah. a beach guy. So I like it. And Panama City is always fun when we go down there. So I'd probably pick the Panama City on a Friday for sure. Nice. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tyler, Tennessee barbecue. Might be a little biased. We just had it. Florida seafood. Florida seafood all day. Say what? I'm a seafood go, guy. Man. Going to the roots. What's your favorite seafood? I love shrimp. Okay. But Cockroaches also, of the sea. Also love good. lobster tail. Lobster tail. All about the crustaceans. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I like it. Dalton, Tennessee man stories in the newspaper or Florida man stories in the newspaper? <laughs> Florida man stories. That's the original. The OG. That's obviously. Obviously. The best. <laughs> the best. Okay. Uh, Bruce, are you single right now? Yes. Okay, this one will work for you. Florida women or Tennessee women, which are prettier? Hmm. Now, rem- keep in mind, you're going to alienate a whole group with this, and they're going to hate you regardless. So no pressure. No pressure. All right. Um, it depends on where you're at in Florida. <laughs> it depends on where you're at in Tennessee. He's giving real politician answers. Real, real political. I like it. I like it. That's true. That is true. Basically, anywhere you go. I think regardless, we can say, though, it's pretty good living in either. Am I right? Word. Yeah. It's like living in the USA. Pretty good. Pretty good, right? Did you see how I set that up? That was good. Let's take a listen to living in the USA. I like to drink and I like to smoke. I like my whiskey on ice and my women on the coals. I like to fish in my John boat. And when my whiskey's all gone, hell, I just might hit a toke. Ain't nothing like this simple life. Ain't got no worries on my mind. This is how I spend my days Living in the USA Well, my grandpa, he had his guns Tucked away with all his medals that he earned in Vietnam And I'm real proud to bear his name Sacrifice his freedom so that I can live this way. Ain't nothing like this simple life. Ain't got no worries on my mind. This is how I spend my days living in the
sky. For these tribes I'll always stand. Proud to be an American. song guys now you told me earlier that song was written collaboratively right as a collaborative effort who started it off do you remember trey warberg yeah trey started off and then everybody sort of jumped in i gotta say i really like that line my whiskey on ice and my women on coals like that it's good (laughs) i like that he started playing the guitar and like that was the very first line that came in a like within like ten seconds. Like nice. that's what started the whole song off. There you go. Yeah, so well, I like that line. That's a good <laughs> line to start the song off with. It works. I was like, oh, I get it. Hot. I understand. <laughs> I understand what they're talking about. Sort of interpretive when it comes to lyrics. Um, so being in Nashville for the last year and a half now. Uh, you guys have met some pretty cool folks. That's right. Pretty cool folks so far. Now, I want to point out two of these. Two of these that I've noticed on the old Instagram there. First, we talked about in our last interview, but it never aired. So, we need to review for the folks that haven't heard this. Uh, you guys are playing. Brandy Love walks in. Hmm. Who's the first to notice that this occurred? <laughs> Who's the first that took stock uh, don't, of don't this? Don't point me out. <laughs> I don't know. It's Was it Dalton? The- <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don, was uh, it you? I think it was Don. I don't know. Don't worry, you're engaged. <laughs> you're, you're engaged now. It's fine. Don't worry about you're it. Right. It's good. I, I might have been the first one. <laughs> I may have she may walked, been Well, she walked in, and I was sitting there looking. I was like, man, she looks real familiar. And then I was like staring, and then an actual security guard came up to me, and he showed me like a picture, and I saw <laughs> the name, and I was like, my yeah. man. He said, yes, sir. That's and it. that's... Nice. nice. <laughs> now she seemed, she seemed like a nice lady. She, she was a nice lady. She real sweet. She yeah. actually she just messaged us on Instagram and yeah. said she was going to be in town from this date to this date and wanted to see us. Sweet. Again. Okay, nice. Very nice. Oh, I was She's about to ask. Fan. I was about to ask if you guys were going to collaborate, you know? Maybe she'd be in a music video of yours. Maybe your music be in one of her films. I don't know. Just <laughs> saying. Know, I mean, we'd be down for I'm not either. Opposed. Either. Uh, yeah. There you go. I like it. I like it. I think you should ask next time she doesn't just say, "Hey, just thinking, just tossing this out." <laughs> you can send it back if you want. That's fine. Just let me know what you think. It's good. I'll be in the. I'll be in the corner. To- Wait. What? It's <laughs> creeping the whole time. People on. <laughs> people on the radio right now are like, "What the." He just do it was just silent for three seconds always love when i do things that they can't relate to it's the best part of being on the radio um 
Now, another thing that I noticed, you guys met a fantastic individual. Slightly different vein of entertainment. Hmm. Randy Travis. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. What did it mean to meet a, a, legend, a legend like that? Who, who's probably the biggest Randy Travis fan, would you say? Dude, we all are. All yeah. like that. We all grew up listening to him. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, when we actually got to meet him, we were just, like, all speechless. Yeah. Like, it was hard to get words out. Nice. But nice. Yeah, you seem to be, in your picture, you seem to be holding on to him pretty tight. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he was. I'm getting in here, man. <laughs> no, man, he, like, kept grabbing me because I was, like, I was just going to shake his hand. Yeah. And, like, he grabbed me and was, like, take a picture. And I was, like, okay. So, like, I went to go, like, put my arm around him and, like, grab my other arm. And I, like, about fell on him. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Everybody was, like, man, you're loving up on him so much. I was, like, it wasn't like that. I, was, well, <laughs> but, I, think, I think, you know, it was but, the stroke recovery right he likes yeah. to have a hold of somebody yeah. it helps him sort of stabilize but no him and his wife they were like the sweetest people in the world dude they were super nice they like sometimes you can meet someone famous and you almost feel rushed to like just say hey and leave but yeah. like they were very gracious they sat there and talked to us for a while they were they were very down to earth and very nice very nice the think about it i'm not putting you on the spot what would you say favorite randy travis song and any come to mind i like the uh three wooden three crosses. wooden crosses nice i looked on spotify that's second second highest i can't remember what the highest was i can't, I can't remember i told you so a second oh, I don't uh I, I, I like a little bit of a, a, a more of a, a deep cut. I'm I'm uh I'm better class of losers. That's uh. that's my I, I I like that one. It's a jam. It's a classic country idea, you know? You guys are too high class. <laughs> I'm going to hang out with the losers. I like that. It's good. It's good stuff. Um other news, two thousand nineteen. Dalton's engaged. That happened. That did happen. That happened. So Dalton, um, the, the listeners of the show here uh, know I'm not a huge fan of weddings. Nope. Uh, I probably talked about how I don't like weddings, eh, give or take, ten times on the show. Um, there are many, multiple reasons, but that all changes when it's a friend of mine that's getting married. Right. That's a fact. I haven't got my invitation yet. Have those been sent out? They have not been sent out. Okay, no, okay. Right. I was just uh, just wanted to make sure that I wasn't left you'll, out you'll in the cold. One. You'll get one. Okay, good. You don't want to go to this one. Oh, yeah. You're going to want to be there. Yeah? Is he, he going to get out of hand? Trey's going to ordain it. Wait, what? Oh. Really? <laughs> no. Really? Oh, yeah. They made a bet. Trey won. Oh, it's very exciting. Hold on. It wasn't a bet. It was a game. Why? It was a game? Yeah, it's, it's a game. But it's a betting game. It's a bet game. Okay. It's all about odds and chances. <laughs> it's called Word of the Odds for anyone who... He not only lost it. once, he lost I twice. I suck at this game. Mm. I'm terrible at it. No, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's all right. But it, it, it ain't going to happen. No, why, why is it not going to happen? Because he's not a man Because he ain't word, got his ordaining license yet. Yeah, that don't do take it. 30 don't minutes. take that long. You can go online and do that. That's fine. <laughs> take 30 minutes, cuz. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it first thing in the morning on the wedding day. All and right. then he'll be, you let me know. He'll be over there winging it. He'll just say, I see. What's your name again? Oh, you're in my band. That's right. Okay. And you never met you, right? I don't know who you are. It's good with you. It's good with me. Now, the second thing associated with this, guys, I, I talked about this on the show a couple weeks ago. I saw this story, and it was about this uh, guy. He got married, and his, his, his mom in the wedding, in the reception, changed in the middle of the wedding into sweatpants. Sweet. And uh, 
I sort of got really angry because everybody on social media just dug into this lady about how horrible she was and why could she wear sweatpants. I was like, you guys don't know. You don't know shit. You don't know why she's wearing those sweatpants. You don't get angry at that mom. She took care of that kid. Now, if, if your mom switched into sweatpants, we don't know why, would you be okay with that? I could care less. There you go. <laughs> Amen. Anyway, Louis Bruce? You know, like, my mom gets cold easy. There you so. go. It's me and your mom have something in common. I get chilly as well. It's very, me, Dalton, your mom. And I don't like sweating, <laughs> so my wedding day, it ain't going to be warm. <laughs> So you're gonna have. So what you're telling me is you're gonna get uh, married in a speedo, huh? No, okay. Just want to check. I mean, that's the best way to keep cool. I'm just saying. Any other? You okay with sweatpants, Tyler? Oh, dude, I've always said, and I'll say it till I die. You don't know the circumstances behind the situation. There you go. Amen. That's what I said. I was like, how do you not know that mom of the the groom? Like, what, the situation, like, the bride's parents died when she was, like, nine. What? And the, the, the mom of the groom had taken care of her since she was nine for the last 18 years. And then her, her son and the, and the bride fell in love. And she's like, oh, it's so great. And she's like, oh, it's awesome. And then on the day of the wedding, she got a rash from her, her dress. And she's like, honey, I got to take off my dress. She's like, it doesn't matter. You have taken care of me for 19 years. And then all those people online were like, oh, she sucks. Nerve <laughs> them. Nerve of them. Can you believe it? <laughs> Bringing down Kathy like that. Oh, you named her Kathy. Kathy. Yeah, that's. I don't know if that's her name. I just made it up. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay. Uh, now, one of the other things that I wanted to bring up. Uh, your song "My Dogs," one of my favorites on the albums. That was uh, that was a Trey classic, right? That you was. came up with that. Okay. Well, let's listen to the song. We're gonna take a listen to "My Dogs." We're gonna come right back and chat about "My Dogs." Here it is. I was raised in Northeast Florida in the tall pines and blazing heat. Had a job in an old steel mill. I was slaving by week to week Every dollar that I ever earned I spent on Friday night With some boys that I grew up with Brothers that hold the line Oh my dogs, my dogs We got good things going on Yeah, we light the bonfires And party on all night long Oh my dogs, my dogs don't always get along, but I know they got my back and I'm never alone. If I ain't around, the chances are I've gone to see a man about my dogs. They were there when I got a tattoo. And the day my son was born The day my grandpa passed away We talked and drank till four They helped me build my shotgun house And they got me out of some jams And there's that one time the Bruce got drunk Hot damn that dude got slammed Oh my dogs, 
Okay, as we said before, guys, that was written by Trey, right? Now, was that written a while back, or was that recently that he wrote that? Oh, that was, what he wrote that right as we were starting to decide, because we had, we recorded four songs for this album, and then we were back in Florida, and uh, we were starting to get our mixtapes back, right? Yeah, and then he yeah. threw that, like he sent a recording to us, and we we're like, "That's going on there." Nice. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. It's just got such a good feel. It's got a good feel. It's laid back. Bruce gets drunk in it. I like that. <laughs> That's always fun. You know, it's got a really good the guitar feel on it. It's laid back guitar. I like that. It's a good song, man. The good. Uh, speaking of that good songwriting, he won. Trey won the Golden Pick Award mm-hmm. at the Bluebird Cafe, which is. Uh, crazy, crazy oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Because uh, the folks uh, that are listening, if they don't know, it's a very famous uh, place to play, venue to play in Nashville, known for its songwriting nights. Um, were you guys there when he won it? Um, we got let know. He like he let us know. They sent him like a. I guess an email or something telling them that he won. Oh, okay. So it was later. It wasn't like right. a, that night deal. No, yeah, because they do it by like it's like a monthly thing yeah. that they do. Yeah. So he had he had to wait for you know a couple of weeks for the end of the month, and then as soon as it was the end of the month, they told him. Nice, nice. Now was that on some songs that you guys had done, or those were those new songs? That he he was... did. He did one of his own personal songs yeah. that we actually put on our first album okay but it was one of his personal songs he wrote yeah. for his wife nice very nice what, it's what called still it? okay got it got it um now another development 2019 that we had that we talked about again in the lost interview that's what i'm going to refer to it as from now on the lost <laughs> interview uh you guys started a job at a hemp farm Sweet. side job at a hemp farm there and from what I can understand, you're pretty big fans of it. Oh, dude, I love it, man. Yeah. The, guy, so, the guys we work for, they're awesome. Now, are you thinking maybe down the road, once you become super famous, you might just buy a hemp farm as a band? You know, Lonely Highway Hemp Farm. 
Oh, we've talked. We've 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 talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we've talked about it. Nice. I like it. Now, as far as the products available, legal products available. What's your favorite legal product that they have available? Uh, they actually gave me um, um ounce of their T1. They call it T1, mm-hmm. and it is their top of the line CBD that they have. Yeah. Very and nice. It is awesome. Very relaxing. Oh yeah, I gave I gave some of my buddies some, let them try it, and they've all texted me and said that they love it. That's right. Very nice. Very nice. Favorite product, Louis Bruce? T one. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, um, as far as overall marijuana, um, are we for legalization? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Very yeah. nice. Uh, Very nice. Uh, I have a lot of folks been on the show big fans big smo big fan of uh of marijuana he uses it now for all of his his pain relief uh definitely thinks it helps out there um which lonely highway member is the biggest promoter of hemp who's the biggest user of hemp products hmm probably my dog (laughs) (laughs) tanner you use the most yeah man i uh i enjoy them very relaxing. Yeah, I've always, get you in the right mood for sure. I've always, I've always been a, a fan. Big use of hemp seed oil, just the oil. It's got a strong taste, but it's good to cook with. Yeah, in a lot of different situations. Very solid. Um, hmm. Bruce, I feel like we haven't talked enough, man. I just want to let you know, <laughs> I came up with another nickname besides Loose Bruce. Juicy Brucey. Oh. <laughs> Juicy Brucey. Oh, man. I, uh, yeah. I was tempted. Uh, I was tempted about the first time going with, with Juicy Brucey. But we're going to stick with Loose Bruce. <laughs> since, you, since, you've got, since you've got the uh, guitar strap, we're sticking with Loose yes, Bruce. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No problem, man. You enjoy it. It's going to be, from now on, the ladies are going to be like, whoa. What is that? And you're gonna be like, it's nothing. It's just my, it's just my guitar strap. It's just a loose Bruce. And they're gonna be like, can we hang out later? And you'll be like, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess maybe. Is we it get your time. pet alligator? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now you got a, quite a collection of ink since the last time. I think since the first time you came in to do the show, you've gained a lot of ink. What's the most oh, yeah. recent addition? Uh, um. I got the Liberty Bell on my shoulder. Liberty Bell on the shoulder. When yep. was that? Shoot. I don't know. Probably about four or five months ago. Okay. So it's been a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's been how, a while. How long do you normally take in between a in, in, in between a piece there? About that. Four or five months. Yeah. yeah. Let it marinate. Think about it. Think, think about, about what positioning. I want next. Yeah. Like it. Like it. That's good. It's a good time. Sometimes, like, I had a friend just recently... And she got like seven tattoos in a span of like a month, a little less. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like you're gonna regret one of those. Maybe, <laughs> like you know. And I'm si- spontaneous though. Yeah. yeah you just like, start I'll getting just, the feeling. You're like, ah, I gotta get that. Right. Oh, that more. Like I'll sit on it for a month and like think about it, and then one morning I wake up and just go, yep. Like it. Today's the day. You know. I mean, people are all like, oh God, they're forever. And you're like, well, yeah, but. You know, there's all kinds of things on your body that are forever that you don't like, you can't get rid of. Got a bunch of moles on my body that I don't want. It's not like I can just be like, get rid of these. I could. I could go to a dermatologist and tell them to cut them <laughs> off. But I could also go and tell them to erase my tattoos if I wanted. So, you know. I always get that question, like, 
what are you going to do when you're older? Hmm. Like, how do you think you're going to look? I'm like, I'm like a you like, I'm going to be an older old person with tattoos. I'm going to be cool as hell. Yeah. There's some Buddhist monks with some pretty awesome tattoos all, all right. over themselves. <laughs> and they're pretty old. So, oh, yeah. just saying. Uh, now, one of the last things I noticed, uh, two songs there in your, in your uh, album. Uh, the two last songs, Secret Track, or Bonus Track, and the last track, uh, Open Your Eyes, both keys. Both keys in that song. Who played the keys on those songs? Traded, my brother. Nice, nice. Multi-talented, huh? Oh, yeah. Now, is that where he plays a lot of, uh, or writes a lot of his music? No. Or does he write most of it on guitar? Yeah, he writes most of them with guitar. Know a lot of people that like to go with the keys as far as working songs. Dalton, do you do all guitar? I'm mainly guitar. Mm. Mm. Now, both of those songs very uh, biblical, if you will. A lot of, a lot of uh, uh, you know, sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, religious meaning coming through in those songs. Uh, did you write all the lyrics for that? I, I wrote it with Trey. Nice. I wrote Open Your Eyes with Trey. Very nice. Very nice. I like the, the meaning, or at least the meaning I got from it. Sort of a judge not, right. lest ye be judged exactly. there. I like it. Which is why we chose the hymnal just as I am. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, that's that's our outlook on it and that's how, you know, we feel everybody should feel that way. Very nice. Very nice. Well, overall, like I said, guys, the album is fantastic. Uh, listeners should go listen to the whole thing through. Every song's great. I mean, uh, One Percenters, awesome. Barn Burner, awesome. All the songs we've already talked about, awesome. They're all great. Um, such a good album. Uh, now, since it's the end of the year, before we end this interview, I want to ask each one of you, best moment. Doesn't It doesn't have to be part of a, a performance or anything, but best moment of 2019. Hmm. Okay, so I'm going to think about it, marinate on it a little bit, give it some thought. Dalton, you... Mine, mine. Yeah, you yeah. already know mine. Hold on, hold on. I'll go ahead and give you a pass. It doesn't have to be you getting engaged. Whoop, take that out. So, okay, aside, take that out? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, now you got to make me think. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I wasn't giving you an easy pass just to be like, oh, I'm going to make my girlfriend happy. No. Okay, you can't do that. Okay, Bruce, you got anything? Um, man. Tanner, Tyler, got anything? My favorite moment was Still when going Steve Smith? We, oh. we took a trip to a national forest. Nice. Here here in uh, Nashville and took a long walk. Actually, so long, we were actually walking in the dark. (laughs) Dalton looks a little frightened by this event. I actually did not go on this event. Oh, okay. I did. Okay. I was listening. So long, we were walking in the dark (laughs) and we were using our phones as flashlights. Nice. Which, uh, Which national park? I do not know that. Don't even it was like when and we, we just first moved like out literally here. we just decided we we're just gonna go, go take a hike yeah. in a national forest and it was actually pretty sweet. I love it, love a good hike, man. Can't get better than it. It was hike. very hilly, very hilly. Well, when you're a Florida boy and you come up to a place with hills, it's oh, gonna yeah. seem pretty hilly. Bruce, anything? Um, hmm. Dalton, got anything? Man, I'm still trying to think. <laughs> this is like it was it was eventful, man. 
I'll give you a pass. How about how about the album coming out? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty that's great moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. That had to be a pretty fantastic moment. I I was I was amped for you guys. It's like, man, this is a great album. That's a great <laughs> piece of artwork to be pretty excited about right there. Yes! Well, guys, uh, we did it. Another miracle in the books. Come on. Number four. Christmas miracle right here. <laughs> That's right. On the Doc G Show. Listeners, make sure you check out Lonely Highway's new album, Barn Burner, out on all major streaming services. Their website, www.officiallonelyhighway.com. Their Instagram, at officiallonelyhighway. Um, right now, we're going to hear Bad Boy off of Barn Burner right here on the Doc G Show. Jeez. Sunday morning, go to church, tenor and Bible and I'm, I'm a back row Baptist, better check my Bible. She needed to know the truth She She's a Sunday morning Go to church Stand around Bible And I'm I'm a back girl Baptist Better check my Bibles now We We could have made A lot of noise Just looking for a good job But I'm a bad boy And we are back here on the Doc G Show Christmas special. That was Lonely 
Highway. Thanks for the fellas. Thanks for the songs, the jams. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to go oh, back yeah. down. We gotta we gotta head over to Nashville again, Dave. We need to go over there. Dude, I'm jealous, man. Got so many good I'm jealous I missed the good time. Good spots we gotta eat though, too, man. We gotta hit up some more. I mean I we we can't fit them all in there. Martin's you, you wanna hear a good you wanna hear a good story, Dave? Here's 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 yes. a little story of Martin's barbecue. So we go into Martin's barbecue, and the fellas, first of all, they got a little crazy. First of all, they were suggesting they were gonna get burgers. Wait, what? And I was like, but it's a barbecue place, guys. Let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. I was like, I was like, how about we get the Big Daddy sampler, guys, which had you know all the different. Uh, uh, types of barbecue. You had your barbecue chicken, your brisket, your pulled nice. pork. Mm-hmm. Had it all, right? Mm-hmm. So some ribs, yeah. So I, how many pounds of meat are we? Not talking? that many, actually. I mean, they. It's only like a, like a pound and a half of meat, but. You also had three sides. You had your sauces. You had your uh, bread, your white bread. So it, it came out. Plus, look at Dalton. You know that guy's not a big eater. Nope. Come on. He's not going to yeah, tear through that thing. thing. You know? <laughs> I actually looked at the meal, and I was like, I'm pretty sure my brother could eat all of this by himself if he wanted. I'm pretty sure. That's a fact. Pretty sure. Um, That'd be like a week of food for Dalton. Yeah. Well, I, I know... I know 100% Matt Stoney would have tore through that in five seconds. Yes! He would have, he okay. would have, de- oh, oh, I yeah. forgot too, the ribs, of course, the ribs, you also had ribs there, had a, had a rack of ribs on there as well. Um, but anyways, so I was like, Big Daddy Sampler, guys, does that sound good? And they were like, yeah. Then we went through our sides, we decided on sides, we went with a weird uh, a group, I wanted greens, they didn't have any greens. Um, which was sad. Weird. Yeah. So we yeah. we had to go baked beans, uh, macaroni and cheese. Mac and cheese. And yep. and then Dalton wanted fries. What? So we got fries. Which I didn't really. This man, this man was set on burgers and, and fries it, coming into a little the bit, a little bit. But it was, it was still, it was still good. They they had a solid, they had a solid fry, you know. So, anyways, yeah. So I um, we go up and it's one of those places you got to order, you know, at the register, you know, and then they come yeah. out and bring stuff. So I was, sure. I was a little bit, but they they still have waiters and waitresses that come out and help you. It's just you order first, right? So, so I go up and order, and I was looking down at the menu, and I look up, and it's a really attractive waitress, which always throws me off. I was just like, Wait, oh, Jesus, what? what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, oh, suave dog G, what's up? <laughs> you know, not being... About to get the big daddy sample. <laughs> not, not being like cool at all, right? And so I order it, and they've got one of the little squares, you know, the, the square uh, payment services. And uh, I do my little signing thing, and then all of a sudden I realize right as I signed, oh crap, I forgot to put the tip in there, oh. right? And like, cause, cause I do, like I said, there's waiters and waitresses. You want to give them a tip, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, hey, is there any way I can still give you a tip? And she's like, uh, hold on, let me ask my manager. Manager comes up, is like, nope. And then they both just looked at me like, you turd. And I was like, oh. oh. Uh, Did you buy another side yeah, or something? I was like, can I get a, another drink then? And she was like, yeah, I guess. And I was like, cool. So she gave me a drink, and I had two drinks 
just to give the tip. That's right, Dave. I did not want... Look at you. I did not... Going above and beyond. That's the Christmas spirit, the giving spirit. I did... Well, mainly I didn't want him to pee in our food. So true. But, you know, also... The giving spirit was also there. That was also there. <laughs> okay, so thanks to Lonely Highway, fantastic uh, uh, five more years on the show. Five more years is what I want. Woo. Okay, Dave, last birthday suit. Are you ready? Oh, man, yeah. Let's go I'm, three for three. I'm a little worried. You might not get this one. Nope. You've been, That's okay. Uh, okay. Our birthday suit wearer was born on December 25th in uh, 1971 in Ottawa, Canada. He was born to the Prime Minister of Canada. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Our birthday suit wearer was much like his father, loved politics. He ended up going to McGill University for a bachelor in uh, literature and then the University of British Columbia for a bachelor's in education. He started teaching after college at the West Point Gray Academy. Following his father's death, though, our birthday suit wearer became more involved in politics. Hmm. On April 29, 2007, our birthday suit wearer became a member of parliament. Yes! And in 2015, our birthday suit wearer became the prime minister of Canada. He is still the prime minister of Canada. Name that birthday suit wearer. You know I don't know this. World yeah, politics. Yeah, I knew yeah. I was worried. I'll put you out of your misery quick. Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Yes. He was just reelected this year. He's back in the prime minister spot. There he is. Looking. He's a, he's a young, sexy man. He's That's a right. good-looking prime minister. Give it. He's a pretty good-looking guy. He's 48, turning the big 4-8. Yeah, yeah, I can see the ladies voting for this guy. Well polished man. I, I, hey, I can see the guys voting for this dude. That's all right. right. Oh, I, I voted for him, and I'm not even Canadian. Yeah, I just went up there and I was like, "Excuse me, I'm voting for prime minister." And then I'm putting my vote in. I'm, I will be arrested shortly. Anyways, happy birthday to the prime happy minister, birthday, Justin. Prime Minister Trudeau. Uh, okay, Dave, this is where I tell you about the great shows. And we've got some great shows. Yes, you do. So many coming in 2020. We've got Hayden Kaufman, John Paul White, Fantastic Negrito, Muscadine Bloodline, Bella Vita. And next week, we started off. We started off with Bishop Gunn. Fantastic group from Mississippi. They're going to be playing with with Blackberry Smoke. They're coming by the studio. I'm going to have them hand sign. Their record, if they'll do it, they probably won't. They'll be like, no, screw you. And I'll be like, okay, understandable. But still, Wait, what? they're, okay, I shouldn't say that. That's advertising them as being not nice. I'm sorry about that, Dave. They totally will because they're accessible to their fans and they'll be nice about yeah. it. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited, though, Dave. We got so many good shows. Can't wait. But lastly, I do want to say, be a good year, buddy. Have a great holiday season, gang. Go out, do something nice for someone else. Give to those in need. Have a great holiday. I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Dave Burles Berlin. Happy holidays, and we'll see you guys in 2020. Mm. One one. We'll see you on one one. Our first show on New Year's Day, Woo-hoo-hoo. folks. I can't wait. Until then, zip it up and zip it out. 
Zippity-doo-dah. Oh, 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 o